Hey, when you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about those out-of-pocket costs. Now, that could be a lot of money, but are your medical bills accurate? Now, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills actually contain errors. Now, HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, or fraud. Now, you can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. Now, to date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. Check them out online, healthlock.com. Go there today. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's Reality starting May 8th on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Sean Hannity Show podcast. You know, attention to detail is critical when you own your own business, so use LegalZoom.com for the legal details. Now, their network of independent attorneys licensed in 48 states, well, they know local laws and can provide answers to your legal questions. LegalZoom.com is not a law firm, so you won't pay by the hour. Just use Hannity One when you check out and save even more. LegalZoom.com. Welcome, welcome. Dr. Gina Loudon here today again, filling in for the one and only Sean, but let not your heart be troubled. Sean will return after a much-deserved day off. Make sure you follow him at Sean Hannity and follow me at Real Dr. Gina. And you know our telephone number, 800-941-SEAN, 800-941-SEAN, and I can't wait to talk to you. We are broadcasting from the ground here in San Diego. You may know there is a big old Trump rally going on today, and we are going to have updates on that live from the ground. I'll be telling you more about that in a moment. Happy Freedom Friday, as I've always called it. I just like to celebrate freedom whenever I have an excuse, so that's what I'm doing. But this is an extra special Freedom Friday, and that's why I'm so glad to be with you, because it is, of course, the launch of your Memorial Day weekend. So happy Memorial Day to our veterans and their families. Now, the last time Sean handed over his microphone to me for a day was about a month ago. Do you remember where we were a month ago? Well, I'll remind you because we've made a lot of progress. We had a fractured Republican Party. It looked bad, folks. There was no way we were going to win in November. We were headed toward a contested convention. Remember, contested convention was just about the word spoken every three words on the news every single day. The Democrats were gleefully sniffing the blood in the water. There was no way any of our candidates were going to reach the coveted 1237. Cleveland was going to be the absolute end of the GOP. The establishment was going to stick their candidate in our face. Our primary candidates were hitting each other super hard. Remember? Friends and family fighting over primary picks. People losing lifelong friendships. Social media attacks from people you fought arm in arm in battle with. 
Hillary was steamrolling ahead to victory and the Democrats were laughing at how the Republicans were in disarray. Fast forward to today. Well, okay, yesterday. Donald Trump reached 1237 and we aren't even done voting yet. He's on track to surpass 1400 delegates. They were wrong. Hillary and the Democrats, who looked like they had their act together a month ago, had a really, really bad May. Hillary won no primaries this month. Well, okay, she kind of won Kentucky, I guess, but it's so close it hasn't even been called yet. And the best part of all, Bernie and Trump talking about having a debate and leaving Hillary out. Could this be more fun? Sean Hannity, audience, could it be more fun? Now, some establishment GOP so-called leaders think they are still in control of the destiny of the Republican Party. These folks are as tone deaf as they come. Curly Hogland, a Republican National Committee, committee man um, and an unbound GOP delegate, wrote a column at CNBC.com. Here's the title. Ready for this? Trump hasn't closed the deal. We still decide who the nominee will be. Hogland writes, delegates to the Republican National Convention will gather in less than two months and are expected by most to nominate businessman Donald Trump for president. But it's not quite so simple or certain. Trump will still have one last sales job ahead of him, persuading the delegates to choose him at the convention before he can claim the nomination. What precisely are these never Trumpers demanding? This is because each and every delegate has complete freedom to vote their conscience at the convention, including who the party's nominee should be. Really, Curly? But you have to understand this about Curly. This is a man who thought he was so powerful a few months ago, and every bit of his power was taken away by the voters, and he's not alone, and he can't handle it. He continues, This may come as a surprise to many, particularly those who are reading about Trump's recent win in the Washington state primary and how close he is to, quote-unquote, clinching the Republican nomination. Hogland goes on to talk about the history of delegates voting the way they please and voting against the will of the GOP primary voters and how this happened throughout GOP convention history, blah, blah, blah. All right, he concludes with this. Whether directed by state party rules or state law, the Republican National Convention has never, with the exception of 1976, forced delegates to vote against their conscience. So if Trump wants to be the Republican nominee, he will have one last sales job of persuading the delegates to nominate him. And this time he'll need a majority, something he hasn't managed so far, says Curley in caucus and primary votes, which, by the way, Mitt Romney had not done either at this point in the primary process. Then after the column, Hogland promotes his book, and it's titled something like Unbound, How GOP Delegates Like Me Are the Most Powerful People in the World, or something like that. What audacity. Does he really think he can waltz into the GOP convention and convince a majority of delegates to vote against the will of the people? What he forgets is that Ted Cruz has been working hard to get his delegates elected in each state. And the convention is going to be a majority of constitutional conservatives who are not going to take orders from party bosses. Now, if there's some kind of trick pulled at the convention, Curley's going to find out what happens when he ignores the will of the voters. He will be a committee man for a dead party. And everyone will walk, except for people like him. Now, there's so much going on this week, probably the wildest political week ever. The potential Trump versus Bernie debate is hilarious. An impromptu statement by Trump, as he loves to do. 
caused the political world to go wild. When Trump appeared on Jimmy Kimmel Live this week, he was asked if he would be up for a debate with Bernie. And in true Trump formula, you got to hand it to him. I mean, only Trump would do this. No one else would even think of this. He says, how much is Bernie going to pay me? And then he turned it to a debate to benefit women's charities, which was just how do you it's Babe Ruth style politics. It was genius. But uh, Trump's thinking about this, not acting like he's maybe 100 percent committed yet. He wants to see where this is going to go because Bernie said game on immediately on Twitter. But here's the calculation the Trump campaign has to make. If they go ahead with this. Could they theoretically hurt Hillary so bad that she could actually lose on June 7th and end up not becoming the nominee? Now, that sounds like a stretch, but it could happen. These superdelegates can turn on her if she looks too weak. Or there are other things that can happen systemically within the Democrat Party that could eliminate her. Remember the email server? Mm-hmm. All right, so there you have it. These superdelegates can turn on her if she looks too weak, and she is already such a weak candidate. Think about it. Bill has such baggage that Trump could just talk about Bill all day long at every single presidential debate, and he wouldn't even need any more fodder, but he's going to have a lot, and we're going to talk about all of that today. We have a lot of information that I'm going to present to you about Hillary Things you may not have thought about, things you may not remember. We all know about the whole gender thing, which she's kind of dropped. But there's more ammo, my friends. There's more. And it only gets better. So I want you to stick around for the whole show. We are going to have some really exciting stuff coming up. I know not all affiliates stick around for all three hours of the Hannity show. Most do. But there are a little handful who might preempt the show. And if they do, I want you to head over to my website, drgenashow.com. I posted the link where you can listen to all three hours of the Sean Hannity Show today. You can also find that link at my Facebook and Twitter pages, too. That is at Real Dr. Gina. And Gina is spelled G-I-N-A. It's the Italian spelling. My mama liked it like that. We have a great show coming up for you. We have Carrie Prejean backstage and up close at the Trump rally in San Diego. You remember her, first runner-up to the Miss USA pageant, misquoted, talking about Donald Trump in the New York Times article. She's going to lay it out, her reasons for supporting Donald Trump. She's going to tell us what is happening backstage, what's happening outside with the protesters, the AKA rioters there. We have to change the narrative on that. Has to be rioters. We're going to talk to a congressional candidate who's ignoring the advice of Karl Rove and his ilk. And he is embracing the GOP presidential nominee and running on the platform of Make America Great Again. And we have a special message coming up for our veterans this Memorial Day weekend. I'm Dr. Gina. I'm filling in for Sean today. I'm happy to be with you. We're going to have fun. Sit back. Buckle your seatbelts. We're going for a ride together as we kick it into our Memorial Day weekend together. Don't forget the call-in number, 800-941-7326, 800-941-SEAN, at Real Dr. Gina, at Sean Hannity, on the Twitters. Let not your heart be troubled. We'll be right back in just a moment. Stay where you are. While Obama's out on the golf course. Ow! 
Sean's right here with you three hours a day. Covering what matters for America. This is the Sean Hannity Show. Today for Sean Hannity, find me on both Twitter and Instagram at Real Dr. Gina. Join me on my website, drginashow.com. Tweet at me, and I might just read your tweets on air. And don't forget, follow at Sean Hannity too. Always, he's pretty active out there. Lots of fun to follow him. And just to make it easy on you, I will tweet links to everything we talk about on the show today. Happy Freedom Friday to you, my Alabama listeners. Know what I'm talking about. Happy Memorial Day to the families. Of our fallen veterans and to our current veterans who are remembering their fallen brothers as well. We're going to have a special segment coming up in the show for you guys with information you will not want to miss. Something you've never heard before. I never had heard it before. I'm super excited about this. Cannot wait to tell you all. For those who may suffer from uh, what they think is PTSD. It's going to be fascinating. Now, I have a letter. I, I, an open letter. I'm, I'm just going to say this is, this is my question for Hillary. You ready? Dear Hillary, did you know that female business leaders earn more than their male competitors? For the second year in a row, female CEOs earned on average almost, get this, hold on, brace yourself, $7 million more than men in 2015. The data showed that the media median pay from 2015 for a female CEO was almost $18 million last year while their male counterparts were worth, on average, a mere $10.5 million. Now, of course, none of those CEOs, on average, make as much as a union boss. So let's get that through our heads, all right? Unions, union bosses use member dues and make insane money, like four times that. Insane. They're using you. But back to the CEOs, because I, I want to know, I, 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 Hillary, I really want to know what you're going to do about this. And I know that Hillary listens to Sean's show. So she just, I'm sure because she's such a women's advocate with a woman hosting today, I'm sure she's listening, right? Well, here's more information for you, dear Hillary. Yahoo's Marissa Meyer topped the list of those women CEOs making $36 million in 2015. Now, Hillary... Are you going to take up the income inequality cause for men? I mean, you're for equality, right? Or is equal only equal, Hillary, when you're using identity politics for votes? Hillary, you were right. There's a glass ceiling. But guess what? Women are standing on that glass ceiling, Hillary. Oh, and middle class or poor working women, meet your oppressors. I mean, if we're going to play gender politics, let's be sure we tell the whole story, right? And, and you do know this too, right? And I, I'm sure that Hillary wishes this weren't true, but another inconvenient truth, there are a lot of those on the other side of the aisle. Donald Trump hired more women than Hillary, many more, thousands more. And oh, by the way, Hillary pays women less than she pays men when she does get around to hiring them. 
You see, the Clintons have set the bar really low. The Clinton cheat sheet is long, and Obamas are following right in their footsteps. You heard about the new house they're renting in D.C. when they uh, leave the White House, right? $5.6 million house, that makes the rent, mm, if you do the math, around $30,000 a month. But you see, the Clintons have already taught them how to do this. Remember Chappaqua? Well, what they did was they just rented out their garage or their uh, guest house or whatever for some crazy amount. It's paid by the tax payers. Why do they care? The Secret Service just pays for it with taxpayer money, rents from them, and then they can have the house for free. Worked for them. Now, Hillary could use another, or the, or the Obamas could use another Hillary uh, Clinton tactic, and that is she could appoint Barack or Michelle Secretary of State, and they could go around to hostile nations with horrible human rights records and give million-dollar speeches, and they could do it on Wall Street, too. It worked for the Clintons. It took them from dead broke when they left the White House, according to Hillary, to having over $150 million. Now, speaking of the Clintons, who claim to be champions of wage equality, gender issues, the middle class, do you think they know that the Clinton Foundation is worth $2 billion? It's a slush fund fund that leverages the Clinton government positions to basically enrich Bill, Hillary, and Chelsea Clinton. Experts say dividend funds may actually exceed $200 million. Hillary claims to have made women's rights a cornerstone of her foreign policy as secretary of state. And she wants to protect women's rights as president. Right. But what about the fact that she accepted millions of dollars into her foundation from countries that are huge human rights abusers like Qatar, Kuwait, Oman, Algeria? Horrible records on women's rights. Is there a thread of actual conviction in her whole entire pantsuited body? I mean, that really has to become the question, right? And then as Secretary of State, she would never speak out. Despite the lack of women's rights happening in these nations, she would never speak out against them if they gave money to the Clinton Foundation. That's the big if. Now, Donald Trump... If elected president has committed to force Hillary to explain every shady donation of her $2 billion slush fund and what she got for the money. You know, attention to detail is critical when you own your own business. That's why you need to use LegalZoom.com. Now, they take care of all the legal details so you can focus on growing your business. Now, you already know that LegalZoom is a great way to start your business, and they've helped over one million people get up and started the right way. But there's more to running your business than getting started. Supplier and customer contracts come with the territory. And if you need to hire help, well, every state has its own employment laws. So don't spend your valuable time researching laws and reading small print. Let the experts at LegalZoom.com handle this. Now, they have a network of independent attorneys licensed in 48 states who know your local laws and regulations. They'll provide the best legal answers for your day-to-day questions. And the best part is you don't pay by the hour since LegalZoom is not a law firm. Instead, you pay a low monthly fee. You know exactly what you're getting up front. Go to LegalZoom.com today and spend your time growing your business instead of worrying about the legal details. Just use Hannity One when you check out and save even more. LegalZoom.com. Many out there. Give lip service to helping veterans. Politicians have been saying they'd fix the VA for how many years? And it really isn't happening. It's sad to me that we don't take care of our vets. I live in a Navy town. I'm very sensitive to this. 
But the private sector has come up with ways to help our veterans that some bureaucrat in Washington, D.C. could never comprehend. I have a personal story on this as well. Joining me now, Dr. Carol Hendricks and former Army Ranger with the 75th Ranger Regiment, Akili King. Welcome to the Sean Hannity Show, Dr. Hendricks and Akili King. Hello. Good to have you both. Uh, Dr. Hendricks, I want to start with you. Um, this is fascinating. And I want to tell you that I, I, I've actually, I know a little bit about this technology, and I want to tell you a little later on why. But first, I want our listeners to understand exactly what we're talking about. You're part of a group of medical experts helping to create Patriot clinics across the country to help properly treat our nation's heroes. Tell us what these clinics do that is so different than traditional therapy. Well, the the primary premise behind the Patriot Clinic movement is that many of our veterans have been misdiagnosed with PTSD or psychiatric conditions when the underlying problem is actually a concussive brain injury from all the explosions and blasts that they've been exposed to. And you can never heal a brain injury by giving somebody medication. And so that's why our approach is so different. We focus on using nutrition and natural healing to help overcome the traumatic brain injury, the concussive brain injury that our veterans have suffered. So a a very powerful healing tool is hyperbaric oxygen therapy. Hyperbaric oxygen therapy is a matter of sitting in a pressurized chamber and under pressure, when you breathe 100% medical oxygen, you tremendously enhance the oxygen delivery to the brain or whatever tissue that you're trying to heal. Exactly. And I want to tell you, I have a, I have a little bit of experience with this. I actually used hyperbaric therapy after uh, a surgery and um, it, it, it was, it was unbelievable to me, the healing. I was healed within literally a fraction of the time. And I also have a daughter with a chronic illness. She has a Crohn's disease. And uh, we're considering using the, the hyperbaric therapy for her as well. They are having absolutely miraculous results with all this. But, uh, Akili, I want to go to you. Now, you helped get a suicidal veteran friend uh, to Dr. Henricks to receive this hyperbaric oxygen therapy. And you say it saved your friend's life. Tell us. Well, uh, this past... This past New Year's Eve, uh, we had a, a friend that we'd served with reach out via text to another friend saying that he loved him, and, uh, which is, so yeah, we all love each other, but, but it was a little out of character for him at that time. And they put a call out on Facebook, and within 20 hours, probably 18 hours actually, um, we had people drive three hours in the snow to go get them in Montana. Mm-hmm. I got on a phone call with them, and I said, hey, you're going to come to Arizona, where I reside. And Because he was suicidal. Is yeah. that is that where he we're was, going with this? Yeah. He, he, was, to me, he, was, he, had, he had a plan. And he had a plan. Yeah, and, 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 and that, you make a great point for those of us dealing with, um, you know, our, our precious veterans who do have these issues. Um, 
whether it is PTSD, whether it is traumatic brain injury, depression can lead to suicide. I've done a lot of suicide counseling in my time. And I can tell you that the first question you ask, do they have a plan? If they have a plan, they're in trouble. Uh, Continue, Akili. What happened next? Well, we got him here. And when we got him here, he was like, he didn't want to go the normal route in terms of he goes, hey, I want to try something different that I heard from someone else. And because he'd actually almost OD'd uh, on some of the meds he had received right. earlier in November. And, and, it, and a lot of these meds that they put our veterans on for PTSD, these are pretty intensive drugs. They have tons of side effects. And if it's actually a traumatic brain injury, drugs don't help anyway, right? Exactly. Exactly. Correct. So, so you took him uh, to see Dr. Hendricks and, uh, and explain what happened. Well, as soon as he said, I, I, had, I didn't know what hyperbaric oxygen therapy was until he mentioned it to me. So I reached out to a couple different organizations, Mission 22, um, whose mission is actually to stop this, and they connected us with Dr. Henricks. And so as soon as we, she gave it, they, we made the connection, we actually drove down from Scottsdale down to Tucson for a consult. And it was during that consult that... I sat in with them, and Dr. Hendricks went through uh, her assessment, and I was like, wow, that's intense. And so we immediately scheduled the treatments for him to start healing his brain. So, uh, Dr. Hendricks, um, these Patriot Clinics, they don't just treat veterans and then send them away. You actually help them, not just with their treatment uh, and their diagnosis, but also a transitioning plan to help them become leaders in our society, get back to work, and have a fulfilled life uh, after their treatment. Tell us how this is working. Well, our goal is to connect veterans as they go through treatment, connect them with people on the outside to help finish their recovery. This is a very individual process. This is not just an, an automatic go get a job, but our, our goal is to really help them transition into a place that uses their best skills and abilities. We want our veterans to go back into leadership roles, particularly our special forces. And, and, and what a great thing if you can assist them in that. But the problem is that so many, it's just so easy, especially for the VA to just say, oh, it's PTSD and not even consider traumatic brain injury. But after you've stood next to gunfire for how long or had bombs go off right beside you, um, traumatic brain injury, it should be considered. And, and the cool thing about this hyperbaric oxygen therapy is that it has been proven to actually heal damaged brains. Uh, what have you seen as, as you've begin to take, begun to take these, these people in? Well, I, I think the important first point is that you have to use an appropriate imaging test in order to be able to see the concussive brain injury. And the usual tests that are done, in other words, a head CT scan or a routine brain MRI does not show us the injury Mm. You need a higher quality study, like a brain quality scan, or else brain MRI with DTI, and that is the standard of care in Israel for the Israeli Defense Forces. 
if one of their veterans, if the military is exposed to even one blast injury, then they will be evaluated with these higher quality brain scans to see if they've had a concussion injury, and then they are treated with 60 hyperbaric treatment. Wow. So I just, I love there, this. I l- I love that this is working. I love that, uh, you know, where, where the VA is failing, the private sector is coming in and uh, as just as the private sector does so well and, and fixing it. But uh, it, we need to demand, perhaps, that the VA start evaluating our returning soldiers for this, don't you think? Well, I, I think that's going to be part of the issue, but I think one thing that's true is that our knowledge of concussion concussion injury, the long-term consequences of concussion has, has changed so much over even the past 10 years, and we really see a parallel in what's happening in the NFL. Yes. Oh, that's a great point, too, because if people have played in the NFL or just if you've had a lot of concussions for whatever reason, people should perhaps look into uh, these scans that you say are so much more accurate than the traditional scans that we see. Um, Akili, after you served, did you did you have troubles transitioning back to civilian life? Uh, (laughs) Yes, actually, it's taken me personally like 18 months uh, to find some place where I fit. I've only been out. For, I've only been out for two years. I'll be, it'll be two years in June, and so it, it's a change in context, and it's a change in environment, and it's a change in thought process. I actually went through the H spot therapy with Clint after going through, watching him go through his assessment. Uh-huh. I played football from the time I was six until I was twenty-five, mm-hmm. and um, and that adds up after, and then going back into the army to do what I did when I was at regiment. So I think So you feel like it you feel like it really it really made a difference for both of you. Yes. It yeah. does. But I, I mean I yeah. I would think it sounded crazy. I honestly would if I hadn't gone through this myself and if the healing from my surgery had not taken literally a fraction of the time it should have taken. Literally it was miraculous. I've never seen anything like it. So um I wish we had more time to talk about all this because there's so much more here, but we will post links and everything. Dr. Hendricks, how can we find one of these Patriot clinics around the country? Um well, the starting point is to look on our Facebook page, Patriot Clinics Grassroots Movement, or on our website, patriotclinicmovement.org, and we will direct you from there. All right. Awesome. Dr. Henriks Akili, thank you so much for sharing your stories with us in this uh, really innovative, groundbreaking treatment of hyperbaric oxygen therapy taking place for our our veterans and other people who might have experienced traumatic brain injury. Thanks for being with us today. Uh, Right now, Mr. Trump has begun his speech right here in San Diego on the ground coming to you. I want you to listen. We're going to take care of our needs, including our vets, and we're going to bring it back, folks. We're going to bring it back, and it's going to happen quickly. And we're going to build a wall. wall. We're going to build a wall. We're going to build a wall. Latinos for Trump, I love you. You know? Build a wall.
Thank you. Thank you. Oh, we're going to build it. And if we don't build it, I'll get Papa Doug to build it. He'll get it up. You know who Papa <laughs> Doug is. He's your big guy in town, folks. He's great. He's great. And he employs a lot of people, a lot of jobs, a lot of education, a lot of health care. We love him. And thank you. Thank you. So we've had an exciting time. When I started this journey on June 16th, not so long ago, almost a year, hard to believe. Now, you have to say, we've been on the cover of Time magazine many, many times, and it's really about the movement, because we've created a movement. It's a movement to common sense, to smart. We're not going to be ripped off anymore. All right, get them out of here. Get them out. Get them out. Of course, you're listening live to the Donald Trump rally here in San Diego. And somebody said, by the way. Sean Hannity Show. Why are you going to San Diego? Why are you going to California? You already won the primaries. You don't have to go. And I said, very simply, because I said I was going to go, I have to be here, right? I love you. I love you. I love you. And I love San Diego. I have so many friends in San Diego. I love San Diego. And I really like when they put up Latinos for Trump. Latinos. We're going to do great with the Latinos because I'm going to I'm bringing back jobs. The Latinos, African-Americans, we're doing great with African-Americans. They want jobs. We're losing our jobs to everybody. We're being taken advantage of by the world. We're losing our jobs to everybody. We are going to bring back jobs like we haven't seen in this country for many, many decades. And people that aren't doing well. They're going to start doing very, very well. Believe me. Okay. All right. We're going to we're going to keep checking in with uh, the rally taking place as we speak, as we live and breathe, right here on the Sean Hannity Show. I'm Dr. Gina filling in in case you missed that little show note. And uh, he apparently had some protesters. It sounds like he said, "Just get them out of here." Didn't sound like a concern. Also, just heard back from uh, Carrie Prejean. She is there. We talked to her a little bit earlier. She's on the ground there saying things are going very well. It seems very under control. Everybody feels completely safe and they're having a great time. I want to get back to one of our callers who said he was he was explaining how the the justice system isn't prosecuting these rioters who are actually hurting police officers, hurting animals. And he was explaining uh, why this is going on and why these crimes aren't actually coming to fulfillment. Dr. Dave from Alabama, can you go ahead and explain that to us? Because I really have a, a, a need to understand what's happening here so that we, the people, can do something about it. No, it's real simple, Dr. Gina, and it's it all boils down to dollars and cents. If you take uh, these prosecutors, and a lot of them are elected positions versus appointed positions, and you take them and you put enough political heat on them, right, that political heat moves down to the upper echelon in the chain of command to the police officers. The police officers are not going to waste their time with trying to arrest somebody, only that the prosecutor is going to drop the charges upon the the, the first time that the individual gets before a judge. So right. the most that the individual is going to have happen is he's going to get a ticket, a, maybe a, a night in jail, a small fine, and out the door he goes, 
have a nice day. And that's because it takes even even for hurting a police officer, even for hurting a police officer. I mean, because here's the thing. Here's the thing, Dr. Dave. This is this is my beef with this. Okay, if I get pulled over today on my way home from doing this radio show and I even shove a cop. okay, I even just push him away from me because he's breathing in my face and he had garlic for lunch or something. I will be hauled in and I will be prosecuted for that. Now, the difference the difference is rather simple, Dr. Tina. Number one, you, if you do that, you do that as a private citizen on a one-on-one event, or you do that in family violence, it's a one-on-one event kind of thing. If you do that in a mass mob crowd, you have a sphere of anonymity, right, that can, that, that can go on, okay? And it goes on and on and on. And plus... When the individual is brought before the prosecutor, the prosecutor is is going to look at the costs towards his county and get pressure from the auditors and the and the beekeepers as to the cost to the city. So, so, we, really so what boils, you're saying what you're saying is that we do need to keep the pressure on these prosecutors. That we've just got to be vocal enough that it matters more to them in the face of the pressure from the other side. Well, agreed. But you okay. also remember you're going to have these act up groups that are that are well-funded for, you know, trying to keep their people out of jail. And so they're going to use every nook and cranny of that law to say, well, it was a mob mentality. It wasn't little Johnny's fault. Or so he that's was why wrong. Yeah, and, and it was, and it was just a, it was just a mob mentality, and he got caught up in the situation. He didn't really mean to throw the rock. He didn't. Okay, so here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. We, I mean, stuff. we as outsiders to this exact system you're talking about, Doctor Dave from Alabama, we rose up and we put. A, an, a complete outsider in. And I just have confidence that we can change this part of the system, too. Because if we don't, they, they, their whole goal is to stifle free speech. It's to stomp on our First Amendment rights. And if we don't, of, there will be more of, violence. A lot of my friends that were federal prosecutors left in the Clinton administration, and even more of them departed in the uh, beginning of the Obama administration because they were conservatives and they knew they could not stand the political force of trying to bring law and order mm-hmm. to, to something that had a social agenda and a yeah. socialist agenda. And we so, have to be louder. We just have to be louder, Dr. Dave. I'm, I'm convinced that's where we are. And I think we have caught on to that. And I think we're getting there. I appreciate your wisdom on all of this, Dr. Dave from Alabama. Uh, let's check in again and see how Mr. Trump is doing. What's going on? Any more protesters, if we can go back to that live sound from that event. Because we will terminate Obamacare and replace it, believe me, with something good. Believe me. Repeal and replace Obamacare. So this man said, Donald, I can't believe it. And he's like the biggest of the big. He said, I disagreed with your style. I really did. I disagreed. And yet now all of these countries are calling. How do we get along with Trump? We think he's going to win. What do we do? How do we do it? How do we do it? They're not going to take advantage. No more, folks. We've had enough. No more. No more. So... The press is dishonest, and what they say and what I say is very different. I watched Hillary Clinton last night, which was hard to do because she's a very boring speaker. Okay, you're listening to The Sean Hannity Show. 
And I will not say we are listening to Donald Trump live here in San Diego on the ground. And uh, we'll pick back up in just a moment with some of that. But I want to say first that some of the things he said, he's so excited about the uh, Latinos for Trump. And I can tell you, I live in a predominantly Latino neighborhood. My kids' friends are mostly all immigrants from Mexico. I can tell you the passion for Donald Trump in this election is unmatched. I've never seen anything like it. And yes, even my even my my very best friend, who is, uh, again, Mexican from an immigrant family in Tijuana and supporting Donald Trump in this race. In fact, I think may even be there today. And so what he says is true. It's, it's fascinating. This is a, a revolution of sorts. Whether other people want to believe it or not, you may not like Donald Trump, but I'm telling you, if you ever wanted that big tent placed over your head, GOP establishment, it's there. All you got to do is look up. More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny. The warmth of Fredo and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's Reality starting May 8th on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. 